Welcome back to the Center for Medical Education's podcast, CME Anytime. As of January 1st, 2023, the charting rules are drastically changing. Some of these changes are beneficial, but others also require you to be up to speed in order for you to get paid. This episode gives an overview of the coming changes and what you need to know as a practitioner. If you found this information helpful, visit our website at ccme.org and check out our new product, Mastering Acute Care Charting 2023. Thank you and enjoy. Hi, I'm Dr. Casey Collins, Chief Documentation Officer for USACS, and today we're going to be talking about an overview of the seismic changes coming to documentation in 2023. Before we dive into the 2023 changes, it's important to see how we got here. And it all began back in 1992 when CPT created the current Evaluation and Management Codes. In 1995, three years later, the documentation guidelines were created by the American Medical Association and the Healthcare Financing Administration, the HCFA, which is now called the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS. In 1997, two years after that, there was a revised documentation guideline that was provided by the AMA and again by the HCFA. In 1998, providers were instructed to use either the 1995 or the 1997 DGs. In 1999 through 2015, there were then multiple failed attempts to revise those documentation guidelines. Those were never approved. In 2021, new evaluation and management guidelines were enacted by CMS and the AMA for office and other outpatient E&M codes. And in 2023, these new evaluation and management guidelines, analogous to those office or other outpatient 2021 changes, will become effective for all other evaluation and management codes. This is the most consequential change in the AMA CPT codes in the past 30 years. At this point, I would like to look more specifically at each area of these changes, starting first with the history and exam. In 2022, history and physical exam are key components in choosing your evaluation and management code for emergency and hospital services based on the 1995 and 1997 DG. Each individual area of the history, the history of present illness, the review of systems, and the past medical family and social histories have defined elements that are required to meet each level of an E&M code. In 2023, on the other hand, there is now an elimination of the history and physical exam as key components or elements in the determining of your E&M code. This elimination extends to all of the individual areas of the history. And now, a medically appropriate history and physical exam is what is required. The nature and extent of that medically appropriate history and physical exam is determined by the treating provider. 
When it comes to your MDM in 2022, the medical decision-making is another key component in selecting your evaluation and management code for emergency and hospital services. The Marshfield Clinic scoring tool is most often utilized in conjunction with those previously mentioned DGs to determine medical decision-making complexity. There's variability across organizations' methods of MDM scoring due to vague descriptions and contradictions in these guidelines. And there are three areas in 2022 when it comes to the MDM scoring that are utilized, problems, data, and risk points. In 2023, we now have the MDM alone as the only key component in selecting your evaluation and management code. The Marshfield Clinic Scoring Tool and the Documentation Guidelines from 1995 and 1997 will no longer be utilized to determine medical decision-making complexity. New, the new MDM grid was created by the AMA and this will determine your MDM complexity and it reduces the vague descriptions and eliminates those contradictions that I had previously mentioned. Three areas of scoring in the MDM under the new system include problem, data, and risk. They remain in some form, but they are populated with new and or revised requirements, which we will dive deeply into later in this talk. Here is an example of the 2023 MDM grid uh, that applies to all hospital codes, as you can see down that left side, including emergency medicine, the uh, HMPs for in, uh, inpatient hospitalization, as well as subsequent notes and same-day admission discharges. You can see that the MDM grid is broken down into four levels of complexity, straightforward, low, moderate, and high. There's a great deal of information here, and that's why we will break each column down separately in future sections to talk about them in a great amount of detail. Moving on, I wanted to discuss time as it relates to your charts. And in 2022, time-based coding can be utilized instead of medical decision-making complexity for observation and inpatient ENM codes if counseling and or coordination of care predominate the encounter. Emergency medicine evaluation and management codes are excluded from time-based coding in 2022. A face-to-face -face encounter with a provider is required when using time-based coding, and time includes any time spent on the unit or floor time as, as well as the bedside time. Contrasting this to 2023, we now eliminate the requirement for counseling and coordination of care for time-based coding. Simply reporting the service based on total time is all that is required. Emergency medicine codes, unfortunately and or fortunately, remain excluded from time-based coding. A face-to-face -face encounter with a provider is still required. Time includes any time on the date of the service spent by the provider regardless of the location of the provider. Another area to discuss is the actual descriptors that CPT uses when referring to the evaluation and management codes. In 2022, these descriptors define the nature of the problem or the presenting problem, what's also referred to as NOPP, for each evaluation and management code. 
as an additional component for selecting the evaluation and management code on top of the history, physical, and medical decision-making. An example would be, usually the presenting problems are of high severity. Additionally, CPT also defined counseling and or coordination of care as part of the evaluation and management codes previously. But in 2023, they have now eliminated the notation of the nature of the presenting problem as an additional requirement for an evaluation and management code level. They've also removed any discussion of counseling and or coordination of care as part of the evaluation and management code. The evaluation, the evaluation and management code descriptors are now brief and concise. Here is an example of the uh, CPT description for the highest level emergency medicine code 99285 from 2022. Emergency department visit for the evaluation and management of a patient which requires these three key components within the constraints imposed by the urgency of the patient's clinical condition and or mental status. A comprehensive history, a comprehensive examination, and medical decision-making of high complexity. Counseling and or coordination of care with other physicians, other qualified healthcare professionals, or agencies are provided consistent with the nature of the problems and the patient's and or family's needs. Usually, the presenting problems are of high severity and pose an immediate significant threat to life or physiological function. That is a lot of words. Now compare that to the description for the exact same code in 2023. Emergency department visit for the evaluation and management of a patient, which requires a medically appropriate history and or examination and a high level of medical decision making. And that's it. For the emergency evaluation and management codes, there's also some changes that are going to be taking place moving from 2022 to 2023. I wanted to point these out here, uh, that in 2022, we have five codes for emergency medicine. We have 99281 through 99285, with 99281 being a straight, straightforward complexity, 99282 being low complexity, 99283 and 99284 both being moderate complexity, differentiated only by the nature of the presenting problem, which, as I had stated before, is going to be going away in 2023, and the 99285, the highest level with high complexity. In 2023, we still have five codes in emergency medicine. We have the 99281, but it has undergone a significant change. Now the 99281 may not require the presence of a provider or even a medical decision-making. This does lead to a questionable utilization because unlike office visits, if the provider is not involved, the nursing staff and other ancillary staff usually are not actual employees of the same group as those providers, which would make it difficult for those providers to be able to bill anything in those uh, instances. Thus, uh, it is an unlikely circumstance that the 99281 would be in common use. 99282 is now straightforward complexity. 99283 is of low complexity. 99284 is moderate complexity. And 99285 is high complexity. Here we see that the 
nature of the presenting problem has been eliminated as a differentiating factor between 99283 and 99284. On the other hand, with hospital evaluation and management codes, there are other, more substantial changes that are being undertaken. In 2022, there was a distinct evaluation and management codes for observation versus inpatient. Uh, except when it was the same day admission and discharge, in which case observation and inpatient utilize the same code set. Observation discharge evaluation and management codes really only included a single discharge code. That code was not time-based, 99217. All observation discharges met for this one code. Consult evaluation and management codes had five code levels, um, but those were not accepted by CMS. And uh, in their stead, CMS accepts inpatient E&M codes for those inpatient consults and office E&M codes for observation consults. Prolonged service codes in 2022 distinguished between face-to-face versus non-face-to-face prolonged services. This is very different than what we will see in 2023, where observation E&M code sets were deleted. They are no longer in existence, and they have now been combined with the inpatient code set to form a new inpatient observation care E&M code set. That would be the 99221 through 99223 for all H&Ps, 99231 through 99233 for subsequent notes, and lastly, the 99238 and 99239 for discharges. One thing that you may notice here is that observation discharge now is mirrored with the inpatient discharge. In other words, there are two levels, 99238 and 99239, which means that observation discharge is now a time-based code. And it will be important to make sure that you're documenting that time with a cutoff of 30 minutes or greater, or greater than 30 minutes. All consult E&M codes now only have four levels going into 2023, with the lowest level being deleted. However, these are still not accepted by CMS. And when it comes to prolonged services, these codes no longer require prolonged service time to be face-to-face. Now, in most circumstances, you'll still need a face-to-face encounter, but the prolonged time, that no longer necessitates a face-to-face encounter. Going over a summary of these biggest changes for 2023, number one, we have that specific history and exam requirements have been eliminated and replaced with a medically appropriate history and exam. We'll dive much deeper into this in the next section. Number two, the new MDM grid or determinant, the new MDM grid is going to be utilized in determining complexity of your MDM. Number three, a concise evaluation and management code descriptor is now in place by CPT with the elimination of the nature of the presenting problem as another key component to selecting your evaluation and management code. Number four, 99281 now may not necessitate the presence of a provider. Number five, the observation E&M code sets have been deleted and are combined with the inpatient E&M code sets. And lastly, Observation Discharge Evaluation and Management Code is now a time-based code with a cutoff of greater than 30 minutes for the higher level code.
Thank you so much for joining us for this section of our talk, discussing an overview of the seismic changes that we are looking to see in 2023. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To learn more about our educational products, please go to ccme.org. Bye for now.